You are now listening to the Cheat Coders Podcast with Nat and Nat. Good morning, good evening. Once again, it's Nathan here. What up? And Raf. <laughs> yeah, you get introduced <laughs> your, your name, fool. Uh, it's Nathan, Raf, the Cheat Coders. Special episode for you guys today. Why is that, Raf? Because it's the Dirty 30. Whoop! Dirty 30 episode. Bro, give me the soundboard. So we're going to, you know. Can you, can you give me the soundboard? That was a perfect time <laughs> yeah. to put the air horn. Come on, bro. <laughs> I, I totally forgot we had the soundboard. Just like. <laughs> I'm like looking at you like, dude, are you going to press it? And I'm like, am I going to have to mouth it? All right. Like, boop, boop, boop. All right, I'll move the soundboard much more closer to me. Excellent. That's air cool, horn, dude. Air horn. There you go. Ow. Hey, what about the clap, so, man? Dirty 30, Raph. 30 episodes. That's quite an accomplishment. Dirty 30s. Dirty 30s. I like dirty that. I like 30 that. episode. I like that. I like that. Very cool. It's a new milestone, you know? It's quite a milestone when you think about like it. Thinking, thinking about it, that we've been talking for about 30 hours in the podcast. Hey, essentially, Possibly that's right. even that's more. A, that's a whole day. Like, if we watched, listened to every episode we've done since the beginning... It'll be a whole day's worth. Like we could have a cheat coders marathon. But like, yeah, Definitely. of course, of course, we don't listen to our own podcasts. <laughs> no, 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 we never do that. Like, <laughs> I, I just drop it and then That's it's it. out in it's out the there past. for the world to see or hear. That's when people reference <laughs> or ask past, me. It's like, yeah. oh, that part you mentioned in the podcast. I'm like, what? What do you mean? I, I don't know. I always look forward. I, I I don't I don't know what I said in the past. I'm just moving forward all the It's going to come to a point that we're going to be so open in our podcast that people will start knowing us and then we'll be, they'll like approach us and be like, da, 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 this, this, and this, all this personal stuff. <laughs> and then we're going to look at them and be like, like how the hell did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it could be happening oh, now. to do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, possibly, possibly, it ha- possibly. It happens a lot, actually. <laughs> Let's do a bit of reflecting. It's been since December since we started this, right? December yep, or November? December. I think we've come no, up we pretty well, dude. The beginning of December. Yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying it's it. You're still, you still enjoying this? Or are we going to stop this after this episode? Yeah, bro. <laughs> no, no. We have this pact that if it's not fun, we're leaving. Yeah. And still, I'm here. Still I'm here. Still here. Still right here, talking time. to you. <laughs> You're in London. I'm in Sydney. We're still talking and doing these episodes. I'm just glad that we still have that motivation that we had in day one. Probably Maybe day we... three, because the first two episodes were just like, eh, we don't know. We don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to like, just for fun, I'm going to pour a wine later, drink some wine and listen to episode one just for kicks. And like, you know, quick plug, we usually do these at the end of the episode. But <laughs> if you're listening, get a mixed cloud because I think every episode, obviously we only started Apple Podcasts from episode 28, 28 or 29, 27, only because we just discovered it. But if uh, you want 20, to, 27, 27 onwards, yeah. 27 onwards is on Apple Podcasts, only because we discovered that we can get on Apple Podcasts. But if you want to go to Trip Down Memory Lane and see what we're about, check us out on Mixcloud uh, forward slash, wait, mixcloud.com forward slash the cheat coders. Early beginnings. Yep. You can still yep. be part of this ride because yep. it's still early days. Yep. Still early days. So Every day. And we're going to keep going. Grind. We're going to keep going. One. You know why? Because it's God's plan. God's plan. <laughs> you gotta be quicker with this, man. You gotta be. Quicker. I'm like, it's God's hey, plan. No, I, I think the pace is all right. It's just a lag from um, country to country that's making it seem like that. Don't worry. I got it. I got it. I got it handled. I got it handled. Bro. Okay. All right. I'll trust Dave. Okay. Let's go. 
Hey, quick one, man, just to keep it, um, keep the combo flowing. Dude, what the hell is that? Sorry, I went crazy with the cheers. <laughs> um, yeah, keep the combo flowing, yeah? I've got a topic, especially for the 30th episode. Um, I just thought about this a couple minutes ago. Just, I thought it's fitting for the topic. Um, 30, dirty 30, obviously we're both 30. You turned 30 just... January. Uh, two months ago. Two months ago. Yeah, wasn't January. long ago. We didn't really delve into it that yeah. much. Like your 30th birthday. I remember like we talked about... Vaguely, <laughs> I can't remember which episode it was, but we, we had that crazy night. It was fun. But I think it's quite fitting now that you've been 30 for about two months. I've been 30 in my 30s for about a year. And um, I guess we can yeah. both sort of... We're in the same boat now. We've got the groove. We've made that transition. I wrote it down what I wanted to discuss. Oh, this guy's all prepped up. Yeah, bro. You've changed, man. You used to be unorganized. You used to nah, be bro. the type of person be like, oh, I'll just think on the spot. Remember when we did our top fives, which is going to be the secret episodes? Yeah, yeah. how did yeah, that go? We had have to, a list. We had you to just scrap that episode, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, when there's a time where you can't do the podcast, I'll just drop a secret episode <laughs> just to keep that consistency keep going. You know what I mean? And we look completely different. We're still in Sydney. It's like, did he, did he go back to Sydney for like a quick episode and then go back to London. Oh, they won't, they won't know because it's um, audio only, so <laughs> yeah, it's all good. All right, all right. <laughs> Secret episode's coming been, soon, we've guys. We've been 30 for a bit. We know it's like... Yep. I've been, I've been doing a lot of reflect, reflection lately just for myself personally, and I think it'd be good. Like We can bounce off each other now that we're both in the same boat. Things that mattered yep. when you were 20 as opposed to now that you're 30. We're going to do a bit of a parallel episode. Tw we're going to go back to 20-year-old Raph and Nats and just see like <laughs> shit we gave a f about back then as compared to now because there's not much i really care about as much these days um good topic good topic good topic actually. excellent yeah. yeah man clap motherfucker 20s. the 30s <laughs> is the new 20s sorry man sorry man once i get into these conversations i just lose track of the soundboard <laughs> hey that that um that job's still up there for um interns that want to be a dj full time for the cheat coders just hit us up in the dms yeah and, man uh, you can sit next yeah, to man. Raph right we there. Might, we might have, yeah, sit next to me. And then every time you notice um, notice us doing some epic stuff, just do the air horn <laughs> and then just cue in the, the drops. It's going to be awesome. That's and it. Plus, probably, you know, we'll probably get you to do, you know, just look through our stuff as in like um, make sure, the com you know, put some timestamps on our conversation. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of work, actually. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> we, can't, we can't pay you once again. We can't pay you. We'll we pay can't you pay you, eh? Hey. <laughs> we pay each other out, but that's about it. <laughs> we'll pay you out as well. <laughs> I remember I remember back in the day when we were doing the rap stuff, when um, people would be like, uh, oh, do you want to perform at our gig at this this event? And then like, oh, yeah, what's the payment? Is there like, oh, you'll, you'll get a lot of exposure. And then, in, you know, you'd be like, you can't put exposure in the bank, you know? I can't pay hey, bills I, with exposure. I hated, that. I hated it. Every time I used to hear that, I used to get so annoyed. It's like, oh, you know, you got to earn your stripes, man. You got to get that exposure first. So that's what I can give you. And I'm just like, this mother... You serious? Like, come on, man. Like, I got to eat here, you know? Yeah, I know. I'm struggling. I got to eat, man. To I can't extent, go to Macca's and then swipe my exposure into the <laughs> F-plus machine and get a fucking McNugget meal and stuff. Yeah. An exposure. <laughs> And then and it comes full circle. Now we're out here asking for interns and we'll pay them with exposure. exposure. <laughs> it's quite hypocritical, Which, um, isn't segues, it? That segues to what we were like in 20s and then um, what we're like now in our 30s. 
Nice, good save. We're kind of drifting a bit, but that's pretty much what I wanted to, wanted, yeah. wanted to go on about, you know? Things that used to matter. Look, sorry, I, I should have been a bit more prepared. I had the topic, but I don't even... I'm trying to think like what things even mattered to me back when I was 20. Now that I think about it, a lot of superficial stuff, eh, Raph? Before, it was just a matter of... Well, we didn't grow up like normal 20-year-olds, I guess, kind of thing. Like, we've already spoken about... when we When we started getting out there, we went about clubbing and partying we were kind of nerds in, in its own right we were trying to be rappers and that wasn't very common especially back then <laughs> yeah. right that, like when you yeah. looked around we yeah, kind that of took, that took most of our 20s yeah it kind of made us a bit more socially um outcasted but in a sort of good way like it sort of mm-hmm. made gave us a sense of importance that's what i thought like that's the ego talking but right now obviously that wasn't the case like i look at it it's kind of kind of just funny but before we kind of thought we were superheroes because you look at everyone else in the same demographic, you know, you got dancers, you got everyone identified to, this is what I do. But it wasn't like such a widespread thing at the time. Whereas today, a lot of people are doing amazing things. Everyone's in their own right, has their own sort of craft and can be like, can shine. But it sort of saturates the entire market. Because like, you know, if you say you're a rapper these days, it's kind of lame, right? Like I, even now, yeah. I don't tell people, I don't go to people, like, yeah, I'm a rapper. You know, it's like, Oh yeah, a SoundCloud rapper, eh? It's kind of lame, right? Especially at my age now that I'm 30. Back then, it was actually a cool thing. It kind of made us cooler than what we were because we weren't cool kids, all of us. Even like all the boys, we're all kind of like compensating with the rap music, right? Yeah, that was just kind of like... <laughs> it was like a pause, do you agree with it? <laughs> You had a bit of a pause. I'm like, do it's you kind agree? of like a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Just, just don't worry about the pauses. It's, I think that's the lag in the lag. Yeah, yeah. Skype. But um, I think the um, the whole stigma of um, I'm a rapper has grown through that saturation of music. Of yeah. everyone nowadays can be a rapper. Everyone exactly. nowadays can be a DJ. Everyone can pick up a camera or their iPhone Everyone's and become a, video a videographer. Everyone, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not. I'm not trying to be. I don't like being like one of those old heads. It's like, oh, back in my day, because that just makes us look old. We're not old. We're still in the game. You know what I mean? But it's nah, just. We're it's, not. We're it's not crazy discrediting t- anyone who's doing that grind because we're doing um, it now. Nowadays, it's just. It's just the the pool has grown into like an ocean. And, and I keep everyone... saying it's a world of opportunity. The more people are in the game, yeah. the more exciting it is. Because you know, if that's where the attention is, and that's where the um, you know, the focus is, and everything. Why not build it up, kind of thing? It might be a bit harder to stand out, but when you do, you've got a big audience right there for you, kind of thing. But once again, going back to yeah. 20s, right? So in our 20s, um, felt a bit cool. I remember when you, me, Ello, we used to go to Mount Druitt, um, Westfields, and then like just a glimpse <laughs> of someone looking at us and like, oh, oh, they know us, bro. They know our music, man. It's like, oh, they looked at you, Nats, Nats. Yeah, they know it's your song because you dropped it the other day. For all we know, they could have just been normal bystanders walking past. And who doesn't look at other people when they're at the mall? But we just had this thing in our head. Yeah. Like, it was almost delusional. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was very rare. Yeah, it became very delusional. <laughs> it was a very rare circumstance we might bump into someone. Like, it's happened to all of us. I know it's happened to you. It happened a lot to Christian because he was obviously a good-looking kid and a lot of girls loved him back, back then, you know, with his uh, following. But... <laughs> I think our minds played it bigger than what it was. Like we thought we were yeah. superstars. Like uh, I remember a time uh, I've I've had um 
a couple of people when I used to work at Surf Dive. One yeah. person actually came up to me and asked if I could, if they could take a photo with me, yeah. which was so surreal. <laughs> and it was funny because like it, like all my um, my um, Caucasian workmates, they were looking like at the corners, like why do why are these guys why? taking a photo with yeah. this guy? Like what is it? What's, what's so significant? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, it's just it's just um my YouTube following. <laughs> <laughs> And then this other guy, exactly. this other guy came up. It's, it's usually a guy. It's never girls, cause like I'm, I'm just yeah. a geek like that. <laughs> but um, a guy came up to me, and I was like, um, at the skateboard section, trying to look like I know how to do skateboard stuff, like repair it. Yeah. And then he was like, "Hey, you're from YouTube. You're Mr. Raff, aren't you? You do those raps and stuff." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's what I do." It's weird because it's like weird. it's funny because um, they recognize you as that person, mm-hmm. but then I'm in a retail store. As a salesperson, yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Like, obviously, yeah, I haven't yeah. gone that far. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it was, it was, it was cool. But like those things meant so much to me back in those days. Like that was just, I, I guess that was one thing. You know, like popularity was a big thing when you're 20, right? And I think that came into play because um, the reason why I wanted to get into this was like, like I said, for us, special case maybe because we had the music thing going, which made us a bit. I know for a fact, if I didn't do music, I'd be like not the most popular kid you know what i mean but yeah those things mattered like being accepted being in the cool group like finally being part of the cool like being surrounded by these such talented and cool people because we always felt we were sort of the outcast so when we're like performing at dance events you kind of felt like i'm part of this movement too i don't dance but like i'm performing at these events kind of thing and even just like people that you don't think would ever associate with you in the cool group, it's like high school. You know, there's, like in, a, in an American high school, like the jocks, the nerds, the thinger. It sort of propelled you into that higher bracket of society. Society, is that the right? Yeah. I don't think society. But you, you know what I mean. When you um, look at it in that yeah. spec, especially yeah. in your 20s, it was such a big deal. Um, how many girls you knew as, as just friends at this stage? Because, you know, we were kind of socially awkward. Like having a girlfriend. Um... Like, money was minuscule. Like, I, I see how, like, there was a phase, like, the curve started ending. Like, in your le- late 20s, it's just more about what are you doing now in terms of, like, money and, like, that sort of thing started morphing towards your 30s. But strictly speaking, because we're talking 20s right now, some of those things were just so insignificant now, in a sense, eh? Yeah, we just splurged on everything. Like, I'd save up for a pair of sneakers, you know? $300 sneakers. This guy had customized... $100 Air hats. Force, customized Air Force Ones from uh, a good friend, Lothario Star, a.k.a. Billy the Customized Kid. shoes. Customized everything. Like, everything was all um, aesthetics-centric, um, as in, like, the way you look was going to build you up to your image that you created in your raps. <laughs> the way you... <laughs> the way you rapped and you presented yourself would build you up to that status quo of popularity and everything. Yeah. It just, um, yeah, we just splurged on everything because we can. Living yeah. with my parents, they cooked everything. They yeah. paid all the bills. Exactly. You know, I didn't have a car, so <laughs> I just took public transport. You know, no bills, no, no, no debt. And you know, I, I this was before uni, so I didn't have the uni debt or anything so it was it was just like money just you know raining out of my wallet it's just crazy what did you first first real job what did you get on your first paycheck 
Oh, I was, I was speak to my, I was, I don't remember what I got. I remember shouting the family, the typical stuff. I, I, I thought I was a king. Um, I, I was talking to my sisters about this. They were like, um, remember the time when you worked at the taxation office? Because you know it was good that. money. And I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> it I was remember good you money at the taxation then. Yeah, yeah, office. yeah, yeah. And then you and like it was good money. It was a good time. Like I, I, I admit that I make more money than I did then, but I didn't have all that. Debt yeah, and all the expenses then, and then back then I was just like, I'm gonna buy a pool table for the family. I'm gonna get a ping pong table here. We're gonna get a better screen TV. Thinking and then a week man. later, I got you think let you've off. Got it figured out. <laughs> you, like when you're 20, in your 20s, you just think you've. There's this sense of like almost invincibility because everything's almost new, all new, right? You haven't really like experienced a lot of stuff yet. Like a lot of yeah. stuff. Um, that can only be experienced through time. So, because everything's new, it's like when you start a rap career, it doesn't matter what kind of song you make, you're just dropping it. It's all new, and it's like, it doesn't matter if it hits or misses. It's kind of like that, in a sense. You can't go wrong. And, um, yeah. Yeah, first thing I bought, I bought a PlayStation, man. I think I've said this before, but my first paycheck, same thing that you're saying now, I just felt like, man, I'm killing it now. I'm, you don't realize that. The, the the actual responsibilities of an of an adult, it's like reality is you're gonna have no money. It didn't kick in. <laughs> the moment, the moment you have in. real responsibilities, you realize like, dude, life's a struggle, eh? Like it's a real, this is like survival mode right now, kind of thing. Because yeah, first paycheck yeah. when you're twenty and you're earning like X amount, like doesn't matter where, you just like that's a lot of freaking money. You go from like once you make that transition from getting an allowance, if you even got an allowance from your parents. To, to earning yeah. you're just like holy shit i'm in the game kind of thing and then like yeah man. O- only to get crushed Go- later going on the days <laughs> where you get 20 dollars for uh, mowing the lawn Dude, or washing the dishes 50 dollars or to clean the car all that make, stuff i don't know how we could make 50 dollars last a month 50 dollars was such a large amount i was like holy shit i got 50 bucks from like christmas or something i felt like a millionaire you know what I mean? Yeah, man, it, it, it's unbelievable how times change. I think, I think, um, because then we had less, less responsibilities, and now we have, you know, more responsibilities. It's kind of like that same thing. It's same deal. We're trying to stretch twenty dollars out, yeah, to last a week. Exactly. But back then, no responsibilities. We just had that limit of twenty dollars, and then you could spend it on anything. But now we have that twenty dollars, or we'll say a hundred dollars, and try to stretch that out for a couple of days it's and it never does it's just crazy for some reason never you just does look, man. you look at your account and you're like how did i spend a hundred dollars in an hour or something <laughs> something ridiculous you know yeah I mean? man that <laughs> first happens. weekend after payday is very critical of how you are as a person <laughs> when you when you check it on sunday night and then realize how much money you spent throughout that whole weekend on that first week of that payday you realize like, what type of person you really are. It's like <laughs> it's like that meme. Have you seen that meme? There's like um, it, there's a, the meme goes. It's funny how your taste buds change as soon as you get your paycheck. <laughs> so like yeah. your face like mm, lobster for all, lobster for you, <laughs> lobster for you. By the end Everything of it, you're just like adds up, man. Noodle. Two minute noodles, please. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, I, I could deal with um, eating oxygen. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I could deal I like with this. Oxygen, um, you know? I mean, I, I remember that. Like, like at the very end of the pay cycle, 
My breakfast would yeah. be chewing gum for sure. <laughs> That's terrible. Dude. I'd eat so Yeah, I'd be like in the, the car, the just driving to my you. jobs, and then I'm like, oh, chewing gum for breakfast. I eat two <laughs> just to spoil myself. <laughs> Just, that's no just, diet that's actually a very bad time that's, at the end terrible. of that that's like probably worse yeah. than not eating you know that actually eating yeah. gum is worse when you're hungry is worse than not eating at all because like you, the the action of chewing is getting the rest of your body ready for food so it's like you know stomach's getting ready and then the moment you spit the gum out and then there's nothing coming in your body's just like this what what are you doing to me <laughs> That's why I pop another one. So I go through a whole <laughs> little little <laughs> packet within one popping. car ride. <laughs> yeah. It's like popping gum like it's Wait, drugs. <laughs> yeah, at least it's just gum. <laughs> if it's something else, then, you know, game over. <laughs> That's hilarious. But like, yeah, like back then, everything, I'm just thinking now, like, I'm not, I'm not fussed. I'm not fussed about clothing anymore. I'm just focused on food. Food, 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 rather than clothes, 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 and all this stuff to make me look better. When you say or sometimes food, I get a okay. haircut, but it's mainly just food. I think what you're getting at is experience over tangible things. Like, or like when you buy something, it's it's for a better use. Like if you're gonna buy something, it's you get something out of it. Like equipment is one thing you'd you'd pay for. Anything that enhances yeah. your life experience, I guess. In that sense, I can't lie. I've was I've been a bit superficial yeah. the past few years, like buying unnecessary shit. But I guess like part of the move here is to erase that. So definitely the the life experience moving forward. You just start. I guess it comes with time. You, I'm not trying to say that there's this huge gap between, like saying twenty year olds haven't lived or anything. Because by by all means, some people that are young can have like a lot of traumatic stuff happening to them earlier on. But there's more of a chance that you're going to encounter some certain types of events and emotions with an extra 10 years. Like, uh, 10 years is a lot of time. And it, I can speak for people that are probably 40 that are probably watching this and be like, well, uh, you ain't seen nothing yet, son. 30-year-old <laughs> you, you yeah. know? There's, like, it's a lot more stuff can happen. And that's the beauty of it. I think it's just realization. You go through the times. And you're like... It's, it's great. I love reflecting back to then as well, to now. It's just... I had so much more to think about, and I can't remember. Um, it's a, it's a funny thing that you mentioned. When you're 20, you start spending all this disposable money just to make you feel better for your, better about yourself. And then yeah. when you hit your 30s, you get more um, responsible with your money, spend oh, it on responsibility to. and anything to get your longevity. And then 40s, you get more wiser, but then you hit 50 fuck, I'm going to die soon. I'm going to start spending money <laughs> like crazy. I'm going to buy a car. I'm going to buy new clothes to look How young. How are you planning to live? This guy 50, I'm going to die soon. So. Hey, man. I'm going to die soon. Yeah, when you hit midlife crisis mode, man, it's just going to go crazy. You're just going to buy all this stuff that you wish you bought in your 30s. You yeah. know what I mean? And then, no, as you get older, you just realize. <laughs> that's very. True. I should have bought this. I should have bought that. So it's just, I think it's just the balance of things. I think that's called pleasurable the mid- things. That's called the midlife well as, um, crisis. What you're talking about right there. Yeah, that is a definitely mid- midnight uh, midlife uh, midlife crisis. Midnight crisis. <laughs> Ooh, it's midnight, midnight crisis. <laughs> yeah, every midnight, I'm I just have an urge to spend money at Kmart. <laughs> hey, don't diss Kmart. That's my favorite store. No, 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 Kmart's the best. As you I hit miss- 30, Kmart is your store. There's no Kmart Kmart here. and Cotton On. 
No, well, that's that's your loss. You don't you have an equivalent? <laughs> There's no equivalent. I can't find it. Listen. Either that, or I just don't know what it is. Like I don't know what it's called, but I can't find anything that's kind of Kmarty. Man, it's shit. They're just fucking up all the K's in your life, eh? Kmart, KFC. Oh man, you're right. And What's that's the all. <laughs> yeah, they're like two. I don't know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, all your two, K's. one too many, man. They're <laughs> killing all your K's. Your special K. KKK. <laughs> your OK's. <laughs> your KKK's. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to get comfortable here, man. Shit. Okay. Yeah. It's a bit of a dead yeah, topic. Yeah, okay. like, I'm trying to think of more. Nah, man. Like, <laughs> it's more like now I'm looking at stuff that I want longevity out of like if i look at something and then i realize that it's going to be gone within the next hour or day or so then i won't buy it mm. I'm, i'll just become a cheap ass i don't know like it comes to a point where you just you look at you look at prices and be like i could get a 50 cents cheaper at this at this store and then you walk all the way there you know what i mean might as well Let's start calculating your funds it's it, it's it's crazy like you become more of a calculus type of person when it comes to money and time instead I'd of um, especially time yeah and time everything I think time becomes yeah, the most, most calculated thing when you're a bit older like really spend wisely how you use your time kind of thing um, once again because you've got a bit of time behind you you're like I don't know it's 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 such a strange thing I think like I'm trying to think of like the whole I'm, I'm trying to go back to that topic like I know I I, I um brought this topic up but now i'm struggling to think some sort of what's the word analogy we always say analogy we haven't said that in a long time another analogy for it uh, going back to that yeah. it's kind of it's kind of similar to how just if we compare life to like once again our rap careers because that's the only thing we can really talk about it's like when you start in rapping anything goes you know like you made 20 mixtapes and I'm not gonna lie, Raph, some of those mixtapes were garbage, bro. Chicken for your ear. <laughs> Can you collab hey, with me? <laughs> it's about the saturation. It's, the saturation but you know what I mean? was You there. just like drop People on knew. everything, say what you want, say it whatever you, in what sense. Now you're a bit more careful with how you do things. And that's kind of like life. 20, when you're 20 years old, yeah, do this, do that. I don't know. It's all trial. It's all trial and error at the start. It's trial, trial and error. error. That's it's perfect. Trial and error. Right now, it's still just like the cheat. Right code now, it's still trial and error. error. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's what we are. Cheat coders is trial and error. Trial. We and just error. say stuff, and then it, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. We do stuff. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So, yeah. cheat coders. That uh, everyone's living the cheat coder life. So they should subscribe to our channel and like our page as well as give us a five star review. <laughs> I'm trying to get our exposure That wasn't even subtle. That wasn't even subtle. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get it out there, you know. You I'm, get... I'm happy with all the ex- like exposure that we're getting. People actually notice that we're doing this podcast and I appreciate everyone's feedback, whether it be family, friends, or even um, not even strangers because we haven't reached that point yet, but one day we will. Mm, mm, excellent. Do you have any other topics that you have, Raf? We kind of just waited um, for me to drop a topic. Yeah, and I do have some stuff that I had on my mind. Sometimes I, throughout the whole week, I'm be like, this is probably good to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you notice that when you're starting to do this podcast, you start to think of what stories you can tell that happened Well, that's why the I week, got this like, book, but I, I don't utilize it enough. I can't find what I 
was writing. It's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo right now. Yeah, it's just probably like words. I think it's better. Like, time you'll understand. Yeah, the, the more I'm actually trying to figure this out, the more I can't naturally think of stuff right now. That's what I'm realizing. Like right now, as we speak, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas everything else was just yeah. so free flowing. The, the fact that I wrote that down, it's kind of. I think it's messing me up, man. Let's just let's just start again. <laughs> let's start again. But um, what was the first is, um, thing? Okay, look back to third. Look, all right. So we talked about our twenties. Yep, yep. Great twenties. Yep. That's that's how we were thinking. That's the kind of things we were thinking right when you crossed over i don't think we actually talked about this in detail eh? when you turned 30 in january did we talk about this in the cheat coders i don't think we even did an episode about nah, this we mentioned that we mentioned it but you know how everyone, nothing happened everyone puts about it. everyone puts turning 30 on a pedestal yeah um a lot of our friends are turning 30 yeah actually this year is the year that majority of my friends are starting to turn 30 and it's kind of sucks that i'm missing out on all these birthday parties but you know shout outs to friends turning 30 so there's this big build up shout outs to all 30 year olds so what was that oh shout, shout outs. out to all 30 year olds yeah yeah shout out shout out the, shout out shout outs crossing over there's such a big deal about it there's like it's on a pedestal everyone thinks it's a big thing turn 30 what changed like in terms of that you crossed over just give me a give me your thoughts. What exactly was going through your head, and what happened when you turned? It's like you're a zombie. I turned, it became old. Gray hairs just started popping out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It, it was nothing drastic, but like the first thing that I thought of is like, damn, I got to start celebrating my birthday every ten years now because <laughs> everything in between doesn't count. Literally, like I can't celebrate 31, 32, 33. Yeah. Yeah, because like usually it's the like whole the la- 20s like the every year one, eh? you pretty much celebrate. It's the l- it last feel, big one like until you reach 40. One. Yeah. 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 So it, it, you celebrate in decades now. Like you'd have the occasional like, you know, like gatherings for birthdays. But the big ones, the massive ones are every decade after 30. So that's the end of my birthday run. So, you know, but um, it's, it's good you mentioned that. Anything else like um, probably I'd be thinking about. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I was, I was saying continue. Unless you want me to go. Okay. Um, no, 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 it's fine. Um, I just, it's just, I'm just thinking about my health now. Yeah. <laughs> health is becoming priority one now. Yep. As in like, I got to get my eyes sorted out. I got to get my um, back sorted out. Got to be more fit. Yeah, probably had the fitness run. Like, uh, you know, try to, you know, I'm just realizing that, my metabolism has gone lower. Like I can't eat as much as I can before because I used to eat a lot. And now nowadays it's just not to that standard anymore. That I just have to think about what I eat. I have to become fit. Yeah. You, have you, to, you really you know, feel it. You can prolong really, my you can really life. Feel it, yeah. yeah. So you feel it. Yeah. Priorities change. Yeah. It's, you start feeling your, your flaws start showing after 30. Just to all the people that, um, a lot of friends turning 30, right? There's that big whole, whoa, turning 30 midlife crisis you reflect a lot like what have i done kind of thing right that's the biggest thing you think about you're like shit am i on par because mm. especially um it's a new game when you're 20 it's always a comparison game which is it's something like you have to admit everyone does at one stage some people still do i can say that i've sort of like just gotten over that shit in terms of comparison back then when we were 20 things we compared with our peers who had dated the most who's got the best following, who's got the best raps, 
who's best <laughs> yeah. at ba- he's the best at basketball. He's got the flyest kicks. He's got the coolest friends. Who's got the best? Who's got those new Jordan drops or whatever? I don't know. If, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. It was like it was a different thing. Yeah, and life game. Well, even that is like, how did you? How did you get those shoes? And then how did you get this? And like, what did you do to do get yeah, that yeah, girl? Yeah. It just goes, yeah, all it's, this stuff. Yeah, it's a larger yeah. scale. We, you get a bit older. It's like, well, how did you get this job? How do you? How did? How are you on this level? How did? How did you buy a house? How did you start this business? It just becomes a bigger game, right? And um, it's just it's just different levels because obviously you've got that experience. So when you hit thirty, you're obviously thinking you're going to proper adulthood. Like I feel like the twenties is a real um, sort of like shapes you. It's like your transition from, you know, your youth. There's certain expectations that you build in your mind because society builds that for you kind of thing. Like, where have I? Have I been well-traveled enough? Am I at the stage of my career that I want to be? Do I have kids? Do I have a family? Am I earning this amount? Am I, you know, a lot of that stuff as well. And then you th- you think about it like, I think that's where the whole midlife crisis thing comes along because people th- have this expectation that they should be at this certain point. And not going to lie, like I've fallen victim to that. I think we all have at one point, you know, kind of thing. Because like it, 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 it changes everything. It's like, well, you're 30 now. It's like shit. You know what I mean? Like things start to sort of get get to you in that sense. Like if someone makes a comment, like, especially fellow parents, like, oh, you're not married yet, or something like that, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you you haven't traveled, or, like, shit, shit like that, you know? It's like, how can you possibly yeah. tick off all the... Like, some people can, which is great. Some people... But at the end of the day, people travel at their own pace. And I think putting this this age bracket on a, such a pedestal puts that pressure on even more. That the funny thing is that I've realized, this is for me personally now, as soon as I turn 30... I had sort of more, um, it was overwhelming getting there, but once I actually hit it, it's going to sound cliche to a lot of people that are already 30, but really nothing changes. It, in in a sense, for me, it kind of became a relief. Um, the way I looked at it, it was sort of like a, like you said, levels, the, the next big thing's 40 now. It kind of restart the whole game for me again. I don't know if you felt the same thing, but when I turned 30, suddenly I'm like, well, I've got until 40 now. There's a lot of things on my list I haven't done that I thought I was going to do by now. <laughs> but now I've got until 40, you know what I mean? I don't want to get too deep to make it, it sound. Like, I think yeah. It kind of yeah. just resets it. Now I've got like till 40. It's like, okay, thank God. Like, of course, there was a point, like maybe from 30 to 31, I was just like, shit, what am I doing kind of thing? I should have done this by now or done this kind of thing. At the end of the day, it's like, it's just a number. Like what I'm trying to get at with this whole thing. Um, yes, it's a great accomplishment. It's a big thing to get to your 30s. But I think sometimes us as humans, we create this big thing about it where sometimes it can work in a negative way for a lot of people. I think. I don't know. That's just what I think right now. Because yeah, now that I'm 30, yes, I, it's like... A- age is just a number type of it's thing, just right? a num. It's just a number at the end. It's like it doesn't matter. It's just if, a number doesn't matter if you haven't done xyz it's just you everyone moves at their own pace and like the funny conversation i have that that i've noticed you, you, you obviously talk to people in your same age group in peers and the funny thing is when you talk to people that are a bit younger it's sort of like 
you're not there to try and prove them wrong. Some people are quite wise. They mature very early as well. And it's great to see that because like certain people, you can you can talk to some people on that level, even them being young. But it's great to compare where people's minds at are with things. And the funny observation I have with so many people, everyone wants what they don't have. You with me here? Yeah. Like you talk to people yeah, that yeah. don't have a house. They're like, oh, like everyone else is like in the game for this. You know what I mean? They don't see on the trade-off, maybe people that have a house don't have what they have. Maybe these people that haven't bought a house, they've traveled, they've, maybe they have a family already. Things that some people might not have. There's always the other, and it goes vice versa. Someone that completely has not traveled, which was me. Like I didn't travel enough. Um, that was one thing that was eating me up. I was like, oh, I haven't properly been able to see the world, but I didn't see that. Maybe these people that have traveled don't have what I have, kind of thing as well. It's all a balancing act. There's only so much you can do with the time you have, right? Like from twenty to, yeah. to thirty. You can't expect someone to have just ticked everything on the list. And you just realize not everyone has it as all together as they seem. Like social media portrays, you always only see the good stuff. So obviously, if you're sitting on Facebook all day, someone bought a house, someone's in the Caribbean, someone's killing it in their in their career, or someone's in their job that they love, that they do every day. But that's all you see, the good stuff. And I think a lot of it comes down to it. When you pull it back a bit, you just realize like, I guarantee you, it doesn't matter how much or how little you have, you, you've still got something like, come on, there's a lot of time that you would have, you've got something that not everyone has as well, kind of thing that they, they wish you had. And it's not about saying that I've got it and you don't. It's more about just like, just being happy with what you have kind of thing. Like you've got it, you're, you're alive and you've got the rest of adulthood to to pursue what you have use it as motivation in a sense yeah do you get I, that I do you feel that like, like, so i'm trying to say it in a bit better but you know i can understand yeah yeah thank you cool. people are just wired to want the things that they don't have that's it that's why media has manipulated that that factor into like um what they present as in like rappers talk about all this stuff that we want and then present it in the way that they have it all and then we we love that shit we love watching that shit yeah. and hearing that shit because it's stuff that we want to see stuff that we want to have we always try to live by you know we try to live through someone else yeah whether we, when we see a movie we love watching movies that we we wish we could be that person living that life having these characteristics that we don't have we don't see in ourselves it's always, so we strive that's always and we a look thing, at right? that person it's always I, a thing it's a it's part of being human trying to it's like i want what um, that person has kind of I thing want that. and then you forget I want what that. you actually have yourself like you could have something amazing i think those are the things that really um stunts like stunts us from greater things because like it's just you forget what you actually have currently and you're just always fixated on what others have and you realize it goes both ways whatever that person they can see that you have just have a like I, I i guarantee you go anyone talk to someone that they know and just talk about things that are going on in their lives and then like as everyone talks everyone always talks about positive obviously like good things no one's going to talk to you and open up about the worst thing that's happened to them immediately kind of thing that's not a real conversation that's a downer 
and lo- everyone will always be happy for you. Like genuine people, genuine friends will always be happy for what you're doing. And deep down would be like, I really wish I had what this guy's got going on or what this guy's doing, this guy or girl. And then when you share, like a genuine good friend would be saying the same thing. Because it's like, but a lot of times we're like blind to see that what we actually have is actually really great and what a lot of people wish they had as well, but may- maybe not at this time. Um, it's just a funny observation that I guess I had because it's just something I've been seeing. Like, it's like, it's a, it's a catch-22. Everyone's just fixated on what the other person has. And it's like, it sort of made me stop for a minute. And I was like, is anyone even really that, like, satisfied with what they have? Like, I'm pre- there are people that are, but as a generalized observation, it just seems like everyone else wants what they don't have or what the next person does kind of thing. And um, I don't know, that's something it's people comparison. Can- people can think about and it's it's, everyone just wants to compare themselves to someone else yeah where they're at um what they see on tv or their friends or the people in their social media especially especially tv tv and social media yeah i'd say more so just social media and just society what it is that's why i sort of wanted to bring up the whole transitioning into 30 thing because it definitely is something that plays on people's minds i guess it's just it's like a race almost a race to where you at kind of thing you know what i mean yeah it's just anyway. trying to compete with yeah, everyone everyone's like compete, yeah i want what this person has i want to be on that level that they ha- they've reached but not knowing like they should understand that um at the same time that that uh, that person may be looking at you in a way be like i wish i had that that quality and this there's always exactly going to be something it. that someone will look at you that they that someone else wants while you're looking yeah. at them being I want that I want that like I always look at it like sometimes when I come to those situations where I look at TV and be like man this guy's so talented Leonardo DiCaprio is a very talented person and he'd probably be better at me at getting women acting you know probably is an activist as well and then at, at and then at the very end I'm like thinking to myself you know what I'm probably a better basketball player than he is. <laughs> I'm probably a better I like that. <laughs> what, what an a food connoisseur than he is. Raf the optimist. Yeah, you got to think very half full. You have to you can't think be like completely that. better than a person. And this is what you I'm can, trying and to... And someone can't be completely better than you. And this is what I'm trying to get at with this whole topic. It's like the moment you sort of alleviate that pressure on yourself, at the end of the day, it's you just putting this pressure on yourself, actually, kind of thing to be because you're comparing to what you have to be with other people. That might not be your forte. That might not be your calling. You know, everyone's got their own niche. Some people are talented at multiple things. And that's what separates greatness from, of course, there's going to be some people that are superhuman. Like, you know, that there's a reason why famous people at that caliber of talent is at that level of talent. You know what I mean? Like a bas- like Michael Jordan or something. There's a reason he's there kind of thing. You know what I mean? But people need to sort of Get that out of their head. You can't compare. There's no compare. Everyone has their own... Everyone has their own authenticity and story and their own... No one can emulate you. It's... Everyone's DNA is different. What makes you you, you kind of thing. As corny as that freaking sounds, you know what I mean? When you alleviate that that thought in your head, I think I like that's the one thing that's made me a lot happier kind of thing. When you just sort of just drop everything, it's like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I just care about what I do and like what I can give to the world in a sense of my energy, you know? And that can be in the form of like with friendships, 
um, career, health, like you say, like a big thing. It's like, yeah, I may not be the best person at the gym, but I think like in my level of the gym, as long as I'm happy with it and I can get the results that I need for me, because I'm not trying to be the next basketball player. I just want to be able to run a marathon kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. The moment you start yeah. just com- competing with yourself um, and making yourself a priority, I think that's when things really start to change. And a lot of these things that you just really cared about when you were 20, transitioning into 30, and you could still be at 30 and still be thinking like that, because I know I was. Um, I'm 31 now, so it's taken a year. <laughs> but like, it really changes everything. It, cha- <laughs> it really changes you in a good way. You know what I mean? Funny observation. Didn't want to get too deep today. Sorry, dude. I know we talked about it. Like, let's keep it light. That didn't happen. But you know, <laughs> it never. I didn't. It never I, didn't I didn't think Until it was gonna be. I didn't think it was gonna. You know? <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna be a deep one. My bad. But yeah, it looked like you had something. You know, you wanted to let out something. You know, you had something to say. So I didn't, I didn't see it was know. gonna be like that. I thought it was gonna be a really funny comparison thing. In my mind, I'm like, yeah, you've been talking about this and that. No. Anyway. But something inside of you was like saying, man, I really have this comparison that I need to let out. I need to let people know that I'm <laughs> that I'm feeling this way, you know? <laughs> hey, man, do you, man? I'm listening. <laughs> hey, to you. keep it... <laughs> to keep it light, I don't even know where this is going to segue to, but like funny interaction. You're going to have to butt in because like I don't know where this is going to go, but like I think it kind of relates. <laughs> I don't want to overthink it. Before I left Sydney, yeah. right? Oh, shit. My battery's running out. If it runs out, I'm sorry. But anyway, Sydney. Um, my last month in Sydney, um, I was swagging out a bit. So I was going to Culture Kings a lot, yeah? I was at, I was going to Culture Kings. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm back in the game. i got to look fresh. <laughs> buying t buying 21 t-shirt. forever, bro. You're, 21 just, forever. you're just feeling that bro. swag, bro. That was a... That was a, that was a, a first time I bought anything in Culture Kings. I never went to Culture Kings. I was like, Culture Kings, I'm too old for this. Now I'm like, you know, they actually have really cool clothes in Culture Kings. Like, I'm not going to buy a freaking swagadelic shirt. Like, yeah, yeah. even the normal plain shirts. Af- they, they after got- you buy a few things from Culture thing, Culture Kings, you got to have to justify that. You know, it's pretty good clothes. That's why I paid $70 for this <laughs> shirt. <laughs> hey, surprisingly not, it wasn't that expensive. Like, the clothes aren't bad. Like, I think it's just got this, I wouldn't say a stigma, but it's just, it's a young person's store. But anyway, I was there. Mm. No joke. This, this kid... Um, Shoutouts to the kid, because I don't know if you watch my podcast. But anyway, um, I think it was his first day at Culture Kings. He was on his, um, he was like a temporary, no, he was on his trial. You're like, I've never worked in retail, but I think he was on his trial run to like, um, to see if they'd hire him or not. Anyway, I was like free. Yeah. I didn't have anything better to do. I'd finished work. I'm just chilling out. And he comes around and he, he genuinely says, yeah, yeah, it's my first day. So I'm just trying to like, you know, make an impression. So I'm like, all right, I'll play kind of thing. I was like, oh yeah, look, all good, man. Like, just keep talking to me. I'll keep talking to you. So it looks like you're like really selling it to me kind of thing. And um, you'll get this job for sure kind of thing. He kept going and like, what's he saying? Something that he said really hit me. Um, we started getting into conversations like, oh, so, oh, so you're in a suit. What, what, do, what do you do? You're, you're like a businessman. It's like, nah, nah, I just work in an office kind of thing. Oh, damn. And I'm like, it's really not that big of a deal, but am I that old kind of thing? Like, I was starting to think, am I this old that he's thinking I'm in this? And then like, um, 
I didn't even want to tell him what I did. It's like, I don't even think this guy knows what I do. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, like, I work in an office, you know, little insurance firm. And he's like, oh, what do you do there? And I'm like, all right, he's going to keep asking. I'm like, yeah, so I'm an insurance broker. Like, I, I don't know what, what more I can say. I, that, that's what I do. And he's like, and he's like, oh, do you, do you enjoy it? Are you happy? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, what, are you, what, what is this? Am I in therapy right now? I'm like, why am I answering to this? Like, I was sort of like just hitting him like, like, well, it pays the bills. I, I wouldn't say it's my passion, but like, I'm there now. It's like, and then like, he started going you know what on. What he was doing, he was, um, he was giving you this, um, he's a really good salesperson because he's making you depressed <laughs> so you can have retail therapy. You know this because <laughs> you worked in retail, didn't you? You know this. Yeah, right? I've done retail for like five Bast- to six years. I got the experience. Here <laughs> I, I am. the ins and outs. Here I am trying to justify to this kid that's like, I didn't think he was 20. I think he was 18. And I'm just trying to justify. Like, look, it's just part of life. You grow up. Because like he started saying stuff um, like, Oh yeah, I just I just can't imagine doing that, man. Like uh, having responsibilities. Like oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want like, what the fuck? Like, well, you're gonna have to have them someday, you know. You can't just be culture kinged up forever. You know what I mean? And then like, it just got funny because I was trying to like prove myself to this kid, and I realized like, I don't think anything I can say is gonna help at this point. Like he's a good kid, but it was just funny. It was just like just a, such a a, a range in gap of like where our minds were at like i just didn't know what to say and a lot of stuff he said was valid like when he said different. are you happy and i'm just like i guess so but i don't know anymore <laughs> <laughs> well i'll i'll get these shoes <laughs> this like top. you know what? Just, just just give me some clothes i'll be on my way because i'm done <laughs> <laughs> I am done. I'll Funny spend thing, three hundred bucks here now. Yeah. <laughs> Funny thing, every time I went, the dude was like, "Hey," and like we became, we kind of became mates. I'm like, "Hey, dude, sup? How? Oh, so I guess you got the job. Props, man, props." And then like at that time when I first met him, I was just stuck into the whole, like I wasn't even thinking about anything else. I was just, you know, not like in the uh, rat race, just working, yep. buy shit, go get some drinks, go home. Like, that world wasn't even existent for this kid. The next time I saw him, I was like, hey, let me share something with you. Because that's when I started get, getting back into music. And I was like, hey, yeah, yeah, I used to be a rapper. <laughs> Trying to get back into it again. This is my page. And the kid's, his eyes lit up. I was like, oh, what? That's so cool, man. And I'm like, yeah. You remind me when I was younger. I need that flair. <laughs> I need that flair. <laughs> You remind me when I you was You remind younger. me when I just didn't care about all of this and all that mattered was my raps. Anyway, I don't think that's really going to accomplish. this. Me saying this story doesn't help anyone. I just wanted to share that. It's pretty funny. It was just like a glimpse into my past when I was talking to this kid. Yeah, man. Anyway, the, shout, out, shout out to that kid. He's a good kid. I remember um, shout outs. We'll, get, we'll call him Frank for now. Um <laughs> But <laughs> shouts to Frank. Shoutouts to Frank. Um, I remember, I remember like um, when I worked at New Balance in retail. Uh, this is there was this girl who um, handed in their resume. Yeah. And this this showed how old I was. She handed in a resume, and then I all right, all right cool. I'll check it. I'll go put it in the resume tray with all the other resumes that will never get checked. Yeah. And then um. I checked the I, I checked the date of birth. Date of birth was her the year that she was born was two thousand and one. 
Oh no! And that, I, and then I'm like, oh. Once I saw that, I realized I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, Raph, how, this how, is not my playing field. How long? How long ago was this? This was last year. <laughs> no, not last year. Two years ago. Was like, yeah, two years ago. It's like I got to I'm get like, out. I got to get out. This is this is a this is a teenage game right and here. you made it happen bro she like you made it happen you're you know out yeah yeah she was she was there when fucking um 50 cent was popping she was <laughs> she came out of the womb when g unit was a thing <laughs> when g unit was out popping. Of the womb. <laughs> yeah she didn't experience the sydney olympics when he came here <laughs> you know <laughs> When you put it to like perspective, I love your uh, comparisons. To just <laughs> she wasn't here during the Olympics. <laughs> I gotta get out. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get out of here, man. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You know? She wouldn't know what Fubu is. You know, <laughs> she wouldn't know what a Walkman is or a Discman. One of those memes is like, if she doesn't know Fubu, she's too young for you, bro. <laughs> Something like that. You know, I don't think she. I don't think she would know the IMAX that had the colorful backs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the the screens with the back and like you know, she wouldn't know what a pencil is. <laughs> Do they use pencils still in school? I don't think so. I don't know. I think they just. I think they use all laptops now. Yeah, it's <laughs> all, all iPads and shit. Hey, eh? it's all like <laughs> all new iPads age. and lap, laptops. I remember when I was in school, there was like friggin' three laptops to share amongst a whole class. Bro, like, you guys had good, laptops. You get to use the laptop. Dude, we had one Mac, and it wasn't like a a thin Mac. It was the big cube one, and it was one of those sitting in the library. I never even got to use it, kind of thing. Like there was a waiting line. One computer, <laughs> crazy. And then you have to like um, reserve it and stuff. Reserve like, two it, yeah. weeks in advance. Yeah, oh, this man. was this was primary though, so that's that's going back. Look, we're going real back, way back now. Are we gonna go through like the whole way timeline? Twenty thirty. Now what? Yeah. Teens. <laughs> <laughs> man, she was she was born two years before Dark Knight Rises. Uh, Dark Knight was out. <laughs> you know. What when did Dark shit. when did Dark Knight come out? No. Wait. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wait, 2003. No, 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 no. Nah, Sorry. bro. The other Batman. The yeah, other yeah, the Batman. other Batman. Okay, I feel better <laughs> now. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel right, better cool. now. I was like, no. Or I think to, all right. The better analogy is the first Batman that she's seen was the Christian Bale Batman. <laughs> okay, that's better. That makes me. That's priorities. much better. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Excellent. <laughs> Dirty thirties. Speaking eh? of comic book, um, comic book stuff. Have you um, because I listen to podcasts and everything, mm. and um, they have the new Marvel Wolverine podcast out, and it's a it's not a podcast where people talk to each other and they talk about Wolverine. It's an actual story podcast, so it's it's like watching a movie but audio only. So they have all these voice actors, and it's a series. Um, it comes out every single week. It's just um, interesting because like, I've never the, experienced that. Who are the voice actors? Are they the actual actors from the movies or just some randoms that... No, no, no. It's just some randoms. Like, uh, I think there's like a, one big name out of the whole bunch. But um, yeah, Stitcher and Marvel have combined forces to, to make this podcast. And it's it's really good. It's like it's not too much action because it's very dialogue-based. It's yeah. like it's a mystery. So what, there's, a, there's like um, spoilers alert. There's like a killing happening a serial killer on the loose and everyone's assuming it's wolverine 
because of all the the hints and the clues and everyone's telling their stories about their interaction with Wolverine and you're trying to piece it together. So it's an interesting it's really concept. Interesting because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you following yeah. this? You're following this for sure. Yeah, I'm for, I'm I'm on episode four, man. And um, yeah, I think you, I think you should get into it. You have to we'll go see, get your we'll premium see. though. Pay six dollars a month. But like, are you paying that? <laughs> it's amazing. I'm paying for it. it. I'm like six dollars a, a month. It's all good. I might give it a go. Something it's different, different because like I, I I always listen to podcasts where they're just having a conversation. It's an or there's an analysis concept. of um of a of a particular thing. But this is a story. Um, it's an interesting co- concept. It's different, eh? That's very different. Yeah. That's yeah, and that's, um, that makes me um, think back to when I listened to a documentary podcast where they did, I think it's called Mogul. It's a hip-hop um, documentary podcast. So they followed the life of Chris Lighty and um, and how he came to, um, to prominence from his early stages to the high stages until his death. Okay. So you kind of you kind of learn a lot as well. And there's all these interviews with all these rappers and famous rappers like... and. And then they just go through his history. It's it's crazy. Like podcast, the podcast podcast game has been changing you know from what? just talking <clears throat> and discussion, it's, and it's, it's taking it back to the days when um in the nineteen thirties where people listened to the radio before TV and they would listen to a horror story with Dracula or something like that. It's amazing. It's just come back full circle. You've you're absolutely right. Especially that um sort of, I guess wasn't really a guess but you've you predicted that the future wave is the part I, I i think you're right man like it you see it happening i don't know if it's like you know when you're just more aware of something because someone points it out like what's an example yeah like you're thinking about a particular car that you want to buy and suddenly you're seeing that car everywhere you go kind of thing but ever since we did podcasts i don't know if it's just my radar is more awake when I like anything to do with podcasts, but I'm really starting to see a lot of these concepts about like podcasting is the w- the new thing kind of thing. Like it's the new wave of the direction where I, g- I don't know, the, the next big thing, which is yeah. what you said when we started this. So it's kind of cool being in that wave, you know, yeah. part of that I'm wave. sure um, documentary podcasts and story podcasts has been happening for like a decade or so, but it's prominence and effect in the, in the culture and in the in the world is just it's growing rapidly and it's just we need to ride that wave man yeah 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 like everyone else should get onto it because like i'm really thinking that this podcast thing is gonna erase radio and all the radio people all the kyle and jackie o's all the hamish and andy's (laughs) are just gonna gonna adapt to podcasts and it's gonna be all digital you know hey can i can i bring this up this is a sorry this is a great point that you you raise mate really good point you raise a lot of um yeah. a lot of these um uh self-help gurus a lot of these influences i guess especially gary v he speaks about it a lot but you see you see it now a lot of traditional ways a lot of traditional systems that exist now they're obviously on their way of becoming obsolete so a lot of people will say ask gary v like what would you rather um appear on like if you had a choice um and he was talking about opportunity i guess he's like would you appear on so-and-so's podcast which has a reach of over a million people or appear on this network tv for with um obviously like a like a proper broadcasted network it's like well firstly i do both kind of thing because i'm not going to like pick one platform over the other kind of thing exposure is exposure no matter what i'll go where the attention is but if you look at it in pure stats 
perspective as well. When you look at it like radio, TV, all the traditional ways of like sourcing information, that stuff's on a steady decline. Like you can't deny it. Like you've seen it with music like already, like the music industry, how we purchase music, CDs and all that, that's on a decline while you have streaming on the rise. So obviously you'd bank on the, the thing that's climbing, like you said, the wave. You've got to climb and ride that wave. And he said, like, if I had to choose the two, I'd appear on a podcast because that's where statistically, like, th- this medium is the one that is growing kind of thing. Like, why would you hold on to a dying platform kind of thing while he's saying not to completely ignore it because there's still a, a, an audience there. But in terms of long term and the way of the future, um, the numbers speak for itself kind of thing in that sense as well. Um, I think a, a good thing that he mentioned. Let me just pull this up. Wait, what am I getting at with this? Um, oh, good thing he mentioned. I had, a, I had a really good point, and now it's gone. <laughs> Do you have anything to add to I this? Think it, uh, Sorry, radio. Like, radio. Yeah, yeah, keep going, keep going. No, no, no. Do you have anything to add? Sorry. Oh, like, well, um, I'm still thinking. Yeah, like. I think it's just, it's a generational thing. Like two generations below us is going to be all digital. It's going to come to a point where like the old 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 school people, the old school people and their old school antics and things that they like is just going to be erased just from, you know, life because now digital is becoming more prominent and then it comes to a point where like digital jobs here and there and is growing and then new jobs here and there. It's yes. coming to a point where to, in, as generations keep coming past this earth, things just get erased, and radio, television, all that stuff is is, is, is next. And then this, this is actually wave it. Of inter- this is a like streaming. Way. This is a perfect way to see it. It's yeah. like people that know how to utilize the medium. Like there's talent, no matter what. There's talent everywhere, right? And it's a good thing that you mentioned. Even like with Will Smith, you know, Will Smith comes. There's like two worlds here, right? There's the mainstream world that people came up in at a time where the way to get there was through your traditional ways. Like, it could be a record label, it could be a a, a, a directing company, or like, you know what I mean? Like like a movie, a, a yeah. studio. These were the, the ways to get in. And there's so many different filters to get through to even be on that level. And then you have people like Will Smith went through that traditional way. But Will Smith's smart, right? One, he's got the talent. But two, he knows that this is where the world is turning to. So he's he's banked on the Instagram game and he uses it well, yeah? Very well. Yeah. You see it already mm-hmm. with a lot of like if you use an example of like just TV networks, broadcasting, it could be media, journalism, like traditional news networks even, anchors and stuff, right? People's attention when you look for news, yeah? Of course you have people that are going to yeah. still go to the news. I still go to the news for sure. But majority, we see it, people tend to go on the in, online first. Like, things will come up on Facebook before you see it on TVs. Would you agree? Usually, going to the TVs just to confirm if it's true or not, you know? Because if, if it's on TV, it must be real, even though that might, might not even be the case. Because sometimes, you know that sometimes things on the TV aren't as accurate as they say they are. They'll have a few more TV runs before the final stats come. Like, maybe a disaster happens. The final numbers will come after, like, whoever knows. Because I feel like TV sometimes is playing catch-up to the real world. Because... One, they have a lot of filters they have to get through before they could probably 
broadcast something. Whereas Facebook, yeah, it might not be the right information right at the start, but shit spreads like fire. And especially if it comes from a source that's obviously trusted in a network, people can make that decision. If they can get information from a, a certain source, they'll believe it or not, weighing on the credibility of that individual individual person kind of thing. What they're sorry, what I'm trying to get at, I'm like stretching this point out way too long. <laughs> what they're saying is like Keep going, man. If these if these network anchors and stuff, they got the talent, right? They're the face of TV or whatever. But if the way the world's going, one day that network that they might be on might be completely gone. One day. You never know. CNN or whatever. Big call, but you never know. In like years time, like you say, if the world moves to this digital age like you say, they got to ride that wave. And a lot of these people, presenters, anchors or whatever, that present information, one, at the end of the day, their job is pretty much the same as the next influencer kind of thing. Except the influencer, they just jump on their own platform, bang. One minute, it's there in front of their two million viewers or whatever it is kind of thing. These guys can either ride the wave, like, yeah, they might lose their job, find another network that they can because they think that might be their only forte like to keep another job at a big network or two dude that they have the following these big names imagine if they just started their own um like got their own following to present news in their own way on their own terms kind of thing which is in this new age that's what it really is at the end of the day you know what i mean there's just no more of these barriers that keep people from presenting the kind of content that they want to anymore. And I think that's the the main um, difference between the two different, like the new ages that are coming, this new dawn that's coming. It's literally like information is instant now. Like traditional Mm. um, ways of how things work is becoming obsolete. And like, I use Will Smith as a great example because he's like, no, he's not a television dude or whatever, but he's someone that's come from that era of you know, structure and this is the way things have to be done. But he's sort of just, whoop, jumped to the other side of the fence. I can do this. I'll just get an Instagram following and he's killing it right now kind of thing. He does it so well. You know what I mean? Yeah. If st- movie stars yeah. could do the same thing as him and that can transcend to even news reporters, to journalists. Like, you don't want to be a journalist and then like, they're saying journalism's dead. Basically, they're saying, right? It's dead because of mm. content producers that, do it themselves now it's like well it's only dead if it's dead for you like if you want to stick to that old way of doing things if you're a journalist then it is dead for you in that sense unless you can be a will smith and be smart and just do it your own way kind of thing because you've already got that credibility you're you're famous in that set in your own right does that make sense sorry like yeah i know it makes sense it makes sense but um on the flip side not everyone can be a Will Smith because, like, maybe people like up there, journalists and reporters, they rely on those barriers. On those barriers. They rely on the filters because if they just go unfiltered, maybe they're just not as good as they as are supposed to be. Because the whole with podcast, if they if they were to approach podcast, it's unfiltered, it's unedited. Your whole it's a different persona game. It is a different way game. You, yeah, it's a different. It's a different way of approaching things. Your whole persona is exposed to the world, and everyone can see you for you, raw and uncut. Well, when they're out there in the in the in the like in a studio or like a, a program or network, 
that all those filters have molded them into this kind of persona that they built for the last 10 to 15 years. And it just um, comes to a point where it's either that they, if they approach the whole digital game and do things themselves, they could probably sink or they could be a Will Smith. So it's a bit tricky. It really depends. I, I think not everyone can adapt to this change because it's such an open forum. And I think he's cut out. He's cut out. <laughs> okay, so some technical difficulties. We have to finish the episode, cut it short. Um, it was a long episode anyway. So to all the fans out there, I would like to thank you guys for listening all the way from 1 to 30. There's going to be more episodes coming. Enjoy and subscribe and give us a five-star review. We do have a couple five-star reviews we're going to shout out. Um, I want to shout out with um, Nats on the other line. So we'll wait till the next episode and then hopefully we get more then and then we'll share them all together. So um, follow the Cheat Coders in um, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Mixcloud, and hopefully we'll get to the other, you know, platforms. But yeah, follow them and you'll get all the updates on all those channels. So enjoy your day, enjoy your night, and have a great life and weekend. Long weekend!